All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, babies. Welcome back. It's us. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys miss us? Did you miss me? We missed y'all. Missed you. But we're back at it again with another episode. We've been going for a while, but a back, back with, with the jump, jump off. off. Goons in the case hop and bump off. So, how was your trip? Oh, my trip was so fun. I was in an N-O, N-O. Girls are 30 now. Yeah, girls are officially 30. You a grown woman. Dead. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, I went to the N.O. My honey surprised me with a little trip. Mm-hmm. So it was a really good time. Um, anybody who knows me knows I stay with my scarf on. Girl. Girl, that weather. Every time you whipped, every time you whipped that scarf off on your Insta stories, I was like, Germany, take off the damn scarf. You're on vacation. Vacation or not, okay? The <laughs> scarf will be on, honey, because the humidity coupled with the um, heat, I was like, Nigga, hand me my scarf. One day we went sightseeing, not by my request, <laughs> and I didn't have my scarf. I was miserable. We were walking like three miles. I was like, yo, Ooh, I shit. got, exactly, on an empty stomach. We hadn't even ate yet. I'm like, yo, I need I need to buy a scarf. Speaking of eating, how was the food? Food was fire. Fire-ass meals. I can't wait to go to. I can't wait till we go together. You know, they, they have a lot of people who just kind of like, Play music in the streets and what? like young boys. Yeah, like little boys who Girl. Girl, these for kids, money? Yeah, tips. Okay. These these little black boys are so innovative. They took the um you know how you take a can and you use a you take the can after you open it, the can piece that's on the top? Mm-hmm. That part on their shoes to make top shoes. And girl <laughs> in Jordan's tap dance. And I'm like, Well, I ain't mad. Right, here's a buck or two. Here's a buck. So they have all of that. I got a chance to test test my second line dancing a little bit. Okay. The, the tunes were playing and I just let it flow. Let it rip. Well, that's how you bring in 30. I'm glad that you took that trip. I had a, I really had a long 30th celebration. 
I mean, you only turned 30 once. You deserve. I did. We did the party. Yes. We did Drake. Yes. Ooh. The concert. The Drake concert. We went to the Drake concert. When I tell... Okay, you guys already know that Germany has been standing for Drake <laughs> since the beginning of time. Since I recently, Drake. I recently... I always liked Drake. No debate there. But I didn't think he was a poppy. Oh, no. But that nigga Drake, when I, I was at the concert literally screaming with my hands out. <laughs> Like I was at praise and worship. I had my hands out screaming. When the nonstop dropped, I almost hit the flow. Well, yeah. It was a rolling, not a stopwatch that night. Yeah, yeah, Shit yeah. Shit didn't stop. I love Drake. And we that had was some a great, great seats. Yes. Great seats. I felt like I can feel Drake. <sighs> this right here is a panty dropper. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And I got to see my bae. Yeah, Bevo. Bevo. Migos. Uh, it was a good time. So between the birthday party, so we had the party, we had the Drake times Mingos, and then you took it to the Nolia. Took you to the Nolia. My my mother and my sister showered we showered me with nice gifts. I've just been blessed, and I was off work for two weeks. So I mean, a bitch is feeling good at thirty. So you can't far. complain. No complaints. So how was your weekend when I was away? Um, why why did Becca? Say, I feel like Britney was probably having withdrawals away from you. What? <laughs> you know people think we're attached Becca, at the shut hip. shut up. Um, we, while you were awake, I had the dogs. She did. Thank um, you again. So I had the dogs. I did a little shopping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just chilled. I just chilled. You went to Cluster? Oh, yeah. I went to our little sorority conference. <laughs> So I was occupied. Okay. I was occupied. I was living my best life through you. Yeah, my girl so wasn't was alone. Good, but I am glad that you're back. I'm back. Yes. Back, back and I'm better. Yeah, so I yeah. can't wait till we both take down the city of the Noya. Yeah, Essence Fest. For sure. That's in the universe. We straight gonna up. be there. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It is. Can't wait. So. So, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. So, this week, um... This week, coupled with, I guess, the week while we were away. um, We all know the State of the Union. It's fucked. Front and back. Fucked from the front and back. Inside. No lube. Um, With Donald Trump, me and the head of our administration, I just don't know if we'll ever be able to fully, completely come up for air. We will. With Donald Trump in the seat? I mean, we'll get him out because Jesus is still on the throne. He is. You're right about that. Don't matter who's the president. Um... So there was a shooting. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. I heard that someone who survived the Holocaust, who was 97, got killed. Yes. How fucked up is that? It's a mess. It's a mess. So prayers. Prayers for everyone involved in that. The synagogue massacre. Yes, prayers. We don't ever want to hear about people getting killed anywhere, but especially in places of worship. You know what I'm saying? 11 people. Sad. So that's sad. Um Make sure you guys get out and vote. Yeah, rock the vote. November 6th is rapidly approaching. Some of us who have the mail-in ballots have already voted. Um, Polls are already open, I believe. Yeah. So you can go vote now. November 6th is just the last day. So if you don't have to wait, don't wait. Don't wait. Vote as soon as possible, but your vote matters. Yeah. Next week on Sunday, I'll be wearing my vote. It's a serious matter. Ski we to all the sores out there. Let's make it happen, girls. Yeah. And all the non-sores. Every girl. Every girl. Make it fucking happen. Yeah. It's important. Seriously. I mean, this is going to impact elections in the future. So we have to get out and make this midterm election count. Mm-hmm. Do your best. Please. Right? Yes. So speaking um, of doing your best. <laughs> what? You need to rate and review. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so, um. We want you guys to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. That's how you show your support for us. Mm-hmm. Every week we come on here and give you the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> so we just want the flowers and the roses for the podcast. We just want to make sure that this is value added and that um, it means something to you. So mm-hmm. leaving our sweet reviews and ratings, it really touches a little place inside of our hearts. It does. And it also helps extend the reach of this podcast. Yes. Um, we can only do so much. We're only two people. But when yeah. you rate and review this podcast, it helps this podcast reach other women. It helps us be able to get more guests on this podcast because they see that we're credible. You know? Yeah. We doctor up these emails we send and we reach, but 
ultimately when they go pull up this podcast and they see you baby girls rating and reviewing this podcast they're like okay this is something that i can rock with yes so we depend on you guys heavily and we want five stars because we're five star chicks five star chicks we don't want anything less but yeah we don't. ideally ideally we don't but um give us the honest rating and review from your heart mm-hmm. we appreciate them like germany says they make our hearts smile and they help us the podcast industry is hella white yeah that's the reality and we are black women who has a message that needs to be heard not to be cocky but to be honest we need to be able to get our message out just as easily as these white women. So help us. We're depending on you. You. Rock the vote. So. Rock the subscription. Rock the rock the ratings. We're going to read our review of the week. Go for it. From one of our homegirls. This comes from Chris J, the homegirl. See, she knows. <laughs> Chris J knows. She said homegirl vibes here. I literally am so excited to listen to this podcast every single week. This is my first review for any podcast because these ladies truly deserve it. I first started listening to them a few months back and was astonished by how much I fell in love with their work. Not only are these gals funny, they're insightful, fun, and just like you or me. They have regular gigs with the Passion Project not for long. Yeah. <laughs> we do have regular gigs, but we're claiming that this won't be for long. Yeah. But let me continue. They have regular gigs with the Passion Project on the side, and they encourage you to know that you can do the same. Keep it up, guys. Right now, they're not posting this week, and I feel the void within my podcast selection. I basically have listened to all their episodes, so sigh. I may have to re-listen to a good episode, so all of them. Also, they are very engaged with their audience because I DM them all the time. Love you guys. Love you, Chris. You know we love you, too. Yes, when you slide in our DMs, we do do the kiki. Kiki, yeah, you we love do. Me. Sometimes it gets a little. We we we've become friends, real friends <laughs> with y'all. I'm like, oh girl, it's our the girl in the deep. Coon, yeah, right. Um, the ride or die. But yes, we appreciate you, Chris. Um, we appreciate everyone who leaves a, a rating and especially your review because we know that it takes time out of your day. Um, but in addition to the rating and reviews, please, please share this podcast on your social media account. So that's Twitter, that's Instagram. That's Facebook. That's word of mouth. Share it because word of mouth is the most credible way for uh, other girls to click up. Yeah. With us. Thank you in advance. Yes. Love you. So um, it's been two weeks yeah. since we were here. And episode 69 was alone but not lonely embracing solitude. And in the light of cuffing season, we discussed the difference between solitude and feeling lonely. We chatted about uh, how one's perspective can shape feelings regarding alone time. And we shared tips on how to transition from the version of ourselves that dislikes alone time to the version of ourselves that enjoys solitude. And we also offered a few suggestions if you were struggling with loneliness. So the girlfriends were feeling that episode. Mm -hmm. um, we hope that you felt empowered and that you're cultivating a relationship with yourself where you can actually enjoy that alone time and you don't have to feel lonely. We don't want you lonely. If you think you're lonely now. Hey, hey, hey. Wait until tonight, girl. That makes no sense. If you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight. Like, I'm nigga, saying, then I'm he's not saying, like, if you think you're lonely now, just wait until tonight because I'm going to come through and you won't be lonely no more. You feel? You think you're lonely now. <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> embrace embrace moments of solitude. And also embrace friendship. Yes. And you can do that by joining our Facebook group, Ooh. the Black Girl Bravado Podcast Homegirl Hangout. Love the segue. This <laughs> is a space for you to click up with like-minded women, share your business ventures, um, and just basically have great conversation in a safe space. So if you're on Facebook, the Black Girl Bravado, Bravado Podcast, Homegirl Hangout, uh, invite your homegirls, add them. We love to see you guys there. Yes. All right. So this week. This week. In light of both of us being 30 now. Damned. Um, we decided to talk about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. So what that looks like, feelings that being 30 or even, you know, approaching 30 has brought up for us. Mm -hmm. um, you guys, you know, we like to work through our unpack. Yeah. Peel back those layers. Yes. We like to do that with you all. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, some things that we think will be valuable for our mommies that are still in their 20s. Because we know we have some little sisters. 
We do. We have our community of little sisters, and then we have our community of homegirls mm-hmm. that are right there neck and neck with us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about a little bit of both. And then we have our homegirls who are our big sisters. Yes. I love we got, when we have our, our other. We have some, some big sisters here, some late 30s, early 40s, and that's cute too. And all the homegirls, we're clicking up. Yeah. It's about empowerment along the spectrum. Yeah, we're two or three are gathered. <laughs> we gather. We gather and we gather these niggas. <laughs> so, all right. Every time you say we gather these niggas, a chuckle is let out. <laughs> well, it's true. Okay, so I um, saw this quote mm-hmm. that I thought was very fitting. Mm-hmm. Very fitting for the occasion because we just popped out. <laughs> I popped out in August. Germany popped out a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. We're new here. We're new here. We're new here. But the quote said... Your 20s are about finding out who you are. Your 30s are about being that person. Come on. I don't think that can ring more true. Yeah. We're uh, always talking about finding yourself, discovering who you are, peeling back the layers, unpacking, whatever. Whatever you're using to describe it, we're ultimately finding ourselves, or I guess maybe more tapping into ourselves because who we are is already there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you approach your 30s, I guess you feel empowered to really be that person. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, the day I turned 30, I felt like, oh, bitch, you've arrived. The day of the what the day, the day a bitch woke up and put my clothes on. I'm like, OK, bitch, come on, let's do this. Who want to fuck with me? Oh, girl, Nobody. I was going to say something else. I'm like, OK, the kinky. Well, who want to fuck? Yeah, I'm like, no, nah, I wasn't taking no. it. There. It wasn't going there. It's okay. about me, me, So let's me, take a walk me. down memory lane. Let's go back to our 20s. OK. So when you were in your 20s. How were you feeling? Like, were you feeling, how were you feeling? Were you feeling confused? Were you feeling like you had it together? Like, what were your feelings in your 20s? Uh, I think I felt like I had it together, but I didn't know shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, of course, I was in college in the earlier part of my 20s. Mm-hmm. And Same. college is a journey in itself. You feel like you want to do something. And then as you kind of transition through your collegiate career, that changes from what it originally started. So I had some, you know, transitioning to do there. Um, dealing with niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Man. These niggas will drag you. We put so much power on them in our 20s for why. You know, I was talking to my sister and um, I was talking about how at 30s or in your late 20s, there's some things that you would probably have tolerated when you were in your early 20s or teens that you're just not cool with. And uh, one of those things was... The relationship that I'm in now, um, we had been together before for two years, broke up, we're seeing different people for three years, and then got back together. Um, when we initially got back together, we didn't title the relationship for a year. Mm-hmm. It was just like, we are us, you know? And when I was 22, that was cool. Nigga, 30 now? No. You no. Can't, we, we're not, we are us. Yeah. We, that, that will never fly with me, you know? And my sister was, we were discussing that. And I'm like, yeah, 22-year-old Germany was okay with being. Right, we in, are, whatever. Yeah, for a whole year. Yeah. Um, You know, but 30-year-old Germany would never let that, that fly. So, I mean, you learn things about yourself and you're tolerable for certain things and you're not tolerable for others. Um, I feel like I was more narcissistic, very much so about myself at 20 in in my 20s and now i i'm so not not i don't want to say overwhelmed but i'm very mindful of the energy that i bring to other people and how Mm -hmm. i want it to be about them because i would hope that it's about me for them and if we're both to the point where uh you know you are the first thing for me and i am the first thing for you then we're both then taken care of exactly, exactly. Yeah. so um i'm not as my i'm not as like narcissistic about myself not at all i would say anymore and that was something that i was very mindful of and i grew from that so i feel like i knew i thought i knew a lot of shit and i thought i was the shit the bee's knees i <laughs> thought i was too chilly for the hot dog but God. but um i was basic I'm still a little basic now. Yeah, I mean, there's there's stages. There's stages to this shit. There's levels to it. Right. So, you know, that that was me. I just knew I was a bad bitch. I feel like in my 20s, um, a lot of what you said rings true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really felt like um, I was a little bit more rude in my 20s. Okay. Like, 
I'm I'm known to be, I guess, straightforward, but I would go with the approach of like, this is just me. You know, I don't really care. Yeah. Take it or leave it. But just like you, I've become to be more mindful. Like I want to leave a good footprint, a yeah. good handprint on people. I don't want to have like a rude or negative vibe. I'm more mindful of like what I say about people, even if they're not aware, just for me, for my sanity. Yeah. Just making sure that, you know, I'm not putting out negativity as much as I control. I'm not perfect, but... I do make a really mindful, take a really mindful approach um, more than I did in my 20s. Definitely. So now, and I just felt that evolve in like even before I reached 20, like it's a, it was a slow process. It but really is I felt a slow like it process. started like, you know, later Mid-20s. into my 20s. Yeah. And it's just um, coming more into fruition now. So yeah. that's something that I'm happy about because it took Super. a lot of work. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of self-awareness and, um, just taking note of that, like you know, wanting to make a change, being yeah. really intentional. He's That's intentional. the word. I've been way, I've become way more intentional as I approached my thirties. Before I was just kind of going with the wind. She's gone with the wind. Gone fabulous. with the wind, fabulous. Yeah. Um, but as I got older, I decided to become more intentional because I want to be a feel good person. Yeah, I want to be a feel good person, and I want to give good feelings to other people for sure. On the downside, on, on the more negative, I mean, I'm not even going to say negative, but on... Um, on the contrary. On the contrary. <laughs> on the other side. On the other I side. I feel like I became more of a little, a bit more of a worrier. Hmm. Now, I don't know if that comes with being more self-aware or just getting older, but I want to let go a little bit more. I want to let go a little bit more because I'm starting to think of like, well, this, the things that I'm worried about, worrying about even matter in like five years, five months, hell, five hours, you know? Right, right. Like, I don't want to be a worry war and I don't want to become consumed with things that won't even matter in the future, the near future or the very far future. Yeah. So that's something that I do want to change a little bit. Okay. Because I felt like as I got older, I'm like, oh my God, I need to have this together. I need to have that together. Yes, there are certain things that I do want to have together, but I don't want to become overconsumed with them to the point where I'm worrying or like just overly anxious. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, that's good. In a nutshell, that's how my and just like you said, there are a lot of things in my twenties that I let fly that I would not, not let fly now. And I think about like when I was in my, I guess before I approached my twenties or like in the very beginning part of my 20s how I was like by 25 I'm gonna be married and oh, I'm gonna have kids that. and and I'm, when I look back like I was so immature like I was not prepared for those things at all in this society that creates these constructs in our mind like okay you need to have this by 25 like I really, and that's so young it is like I no no um shade to the people who do get married young yeah. or have kids young but for me personally I just wasn't prepared and it would have caused a lot of things to speed up that that I wouldn't have wanted to be sped up. Same. I mean, initially I thought like, yeah, I, I need to be um, doing this, 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 and all of that was surrounded like domestic domesticness of life, mm-hmm. you know, um, like kids and being married and shit like that. But as time progressed and as those things didn't happen for me, uh, I'm – I'm much more content with the life that I have right now. And like you said, it's no shade to anybody who leads that life and who was married young. Um, but thank you, Jesus. He knows what he's we on need. the throne. He knows what we for need. me, for me and my and life. I think that society really needs to stop that messaging. Yeah. You know, 25 is young as fuck. 25 is like, uh, you could barely take care of yourself. And make sound decisions. Mm-hmm. When I say barely, I don't mean like by the skin of your ass. But, you know, like God. Yeah. You know, like I feel like I'm just now getting the swing of life and I'm comfortable and I can make shit happen. And now is a good time for me personally to introduce uh, small kids that come out of my vagina that I have to take care of. <laughs> Five years ago, no. no. Just not. Yeah. Just not. But it life is life. Is life. It is. And so it is. Right. So let's discuss some things like some general concepts that people usually learn in their 20s mm-hmm. and um, how we can relate to these things. So or if you're not in your 20s yet, that you can prepare for. Yeah. In your 20s and know that you're just like all the rest of us. For sure. Yeah. So first, um, when you're in your 20s, your 20s are the times where you 
fail early and often Mm -hmm. okay this is a time where you have the least amount to lose so you can take risk you can take risk all throughout life but really in your 20s like take advantage of being able to take the risk dust yourself off and get back up again dust yourself off and try try, again we try so hard to reach like this destination that's not even that probably won't even fulfill us once we reach it that we're scared to take risk or that we hold back from taking risk take the risk fail early you'll have time to try again and again and again until you get the shit right yeah love is a battlefield (laughs) um the second kind of principle to remember when you're in your 20s is that you can't force friendships I feel like when you're in high school and, you know, elementary and all those grades and shit like that before you come into your 20s, you are so hell bent on like, this is my best friend. This is my best friend. But as you get older, you'll see like friendships change. Mm -hmm. People change. Dynamics will change. And it is what it is. And I'm so tired. Tired. Fuck with a mom. A lot of ties. A lot of ties. I mean, let the chips fall where they'll be. Right. And also, this is a time where you're probably joining a sorority, meeting people in college. Skiwi. Everybody, it does not have to be your ace boon coon. So that you don't have to force point. it. That was my next point. You you can feel comfortable compartmentalizing your friendships. Yeah. You might have a turn up group. You might have your sores who you hang out with and do, you know, other things with. You might have your crew of like besties that you do, you know, a, a, an array of things with. And it's okay to compartmentalize and you don't have to force every, every friendship to be like the other. Yeah. It's okay. It's not. Be at peace with that. For real. Um, Also, you're not supposed to accomplish all of your goals in your 20s. Okay? The 20s are only 10 years of our life. That's only one decade. Yeah. So, just be mindful of that. Yeah. And also, some of the goals that you set for yourself in your 20s may evolve. They might not be things that you actually want during that time span. Just like we talked about with the marriage and the kids. We've set those uh, premature goals for ourselves saying we need to have this by this time and ultimately if they would have came to be i'm sure we would have made a way but we're content with knowing that it didn't happen during that decade yeah so content and we have time to accomplish them during our new decade and it's going to be okay so just know that you're not supposed to accomplish all of the goals that you're set that you set for yourself within your 20s no um have some grace and some mercy give yourself a little uh nobody knows what the fuck they're doing no that's the next principle 20s are kind of about figuring it out you're kind of winging it you're kind of going with the wind yes you should be setting a foundation for your for your life you know because like Brittany said this is the time where you have the most time but like i said i thought i knew it all didn't know anything I knew a smidge of of what I thought I knew, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's okay because we all have these insecurities and we all know that there's various components that are kind of pushing in on us and you won't know it all. You have a lifetime to figure it out. You don't have to know it all. And we don't all know what the fuck we're doing. We're just kind of going for it. We don't. And you'll come to realize that you're not alone. And this is where I guess social media becomes a good thing because people are becoming more transparent Transparent. and they're expressing that i'm anxious i'm insecure yeah um i feel like i don't have it all together i feel like you know i'm not going the right right direction and i might need to take a shift and that's when you can feel like okay there's some people out here that are feeling the same way i do and maybe i'm not the only one quote unquote failing or that, that doesn't have it all together um and that's just the bottom line you're not alone you're not the only one feeling these things. No. And we have good shows like Insecure. Ooh, love Insecure. That's such a mirror to the black girls' They're in life. their 30s. That's a mirror. That's why we love it so much because it's like, you know what? They've been telling us we were supposed to have it all together. And, and we're it's not. okay. If it's you do, okay. More power to you. But if you don't, you are not alone. And everybody's having it together is subjective. It is. That's different. Maybe you are the kind of person who wants to be married and wants to have kids by 25. And if you have that by 25, then great. You have it all together. But for somebody else, it might be a matter of having their career um, off the ground. It might be purchasing a home. It might be paying off their debt. Everybody's have it together is different. And don't compare your together to someone else's together. Right. Because it's not the same. And also, don't compare together to an 
an image on social media because again as we've said time and time again social media is a high light reel that's it most of us are only posting the good times what we want you to see i know me personally i'm not gonna post when i'm down and out all the time because i just that's just not me yeah and i ain't about to have nobody in my business <laughs> shit i ain't about to have you having something to go back and run and tell that right um you know, there are a few people that do, but for the most part, we're posting the good times. Only the good things. Yeah. Um. So you just can't, don't come down on yourself because of what you're seeing on social media. And just know that it's ultimately fake. <laughs> because it's not real. It's not the full picture. Let's just say that. You're getting tidbits. Titty tits. So tidbits and the titty tits. We both recently turned 30. Mm-hmm. Let's just say we're not seasoned. Yeah. Um, we're new here. New in this thing. We just, we just pulled up. <laughs> Haven't even taken off our jackets yet. Pulled up, parked. We're waiting in line. But it's been um, a transition. Just because we just turned 30 doesn't mean that we haven't been making moves mm-hmm. to be into the 30 club. So there's plans. Even the conversations start to shift when you reach this When you reach this My age. <laughs> you good. I'm good. Sorry, y'all. Um... So let's talk about um, tips or suggestions for people that have entered 30, that are entering 30, some things that you can start to focus on or implement or some things that ring to be true. So the first thing, if you're in your 30s, this is now the time for you to start saving for retirement. Now, if you haven't already started in your 20s, um, now is the time, Okay. Make it your top priority to pay down debt. We're yeah. Not, we're not going into forbearance debt. or deferring these student loans anymore. <laughs> it's time to start paying those off because they're not going anywhere. We're making sure our emergency fund is started and growing. We're stashing away portions of our paycheck. We're not just spending the check and get it right back. Hey. We're putting away some. You know what I'm saying? We have 401ks. Yeah, we're claiming savings that the accounts, funds are bumming in. Investments accounts. <laughs> Um, and we're also being smart with our money. We're not just putting our money into the hottest thing out. We're in, we're researching. We're making sure if we're going to invest, that it's a credible source. And um, we're just being smart with our money. Yeah. You have to be because most of us, a lot of us, if you don't, you're blessed. But a lot of us have the um, the monkey of student loan on our backs. Oh, baby. It's and on there. If you don't want to be paying those off for the rest of your life, we have to think of ways to attack this aggressively. And also, um, retirement is important. Yes, all of these things. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, student loans. I mean, I'm paying back mine now. Same. Which sucks a dick. It does. A fat, sick, uncircumcised <laughs> dick. Um, it's annoying, you know, but yeah, definitely get on it. I encourage anybody who has some student loans right now, who's in school, pay on the interest, Mm -hmm. pay on the interest, beloved. I'll repeat that. Pay on the fucking interest. Okay. Um, I didn't have student loans all of undergrad, but I took some student loans out for graduate school. I wish I knew then to at least pay on the interest as it was accumulating because, uh, this is just some random shit, but, uh, (laughs) While you're paying this shit, none of it goes to your principal until you paid off the interest. So if you have $1,000 in outstanding interest or $500 in outstanding interest and your payment, for example, is $350, then you're only paying $350 towards the interest and you never actually start attacking the student loan. So if you actually look at your um, student loan account or if you look at your credit report, you'll see that your student loan is only going down by a dollar, $2, $3. And you're like, hey, but I'm paying $350 a month hey bitch is going to interest the interest keeps accruing the interest keeps accruing every day so uh that's definitely something if you have extra cash at any point find out how much you owe in interest pay on the interest so that you can actually start to take down your principal that's very important um nothing but the goddamn devil it's really a devil so uh i understand how you feel Getting these bills together, getting all this shit together. I mean, it's tough, especially when you make good money, but you spend better money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's, it's tricky. Um, but yeah, 
also, we want to start taking care of our health. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing in our 30s. We're doing it now, not later. So the way we have the way we treat our body, it has a cumulative effect, right? So if it's not your, that your body will suddenly break down in one year, it's basically years of breakdown, like yeah. your car. You know, it's like you don't get an oil change. You don't get the tires rotated. You don't get your air conditioner service. You know, all these little pieces that create the whole synergy of the car. If one of these things goes down and you don't attack it then the whole whip will be fucked from the front and the back and that's how our bodies will be same way with your body so don't be afraid to go follow up with your primary care provider don't be afraid to make appointments for your annual checkups don't be afraid to request pap smears and things like that because they're making it where we can only get a fucking pap smear once every three to five years yeah but you're in control of your health demand your pap smear once a year because we want to see you here you have to be an advocate of your own health because honestly, everything that has happened for me has been because I put my goddamn foot now. You have to. Be an advocate of your own health. And outside of that, make sure that you're eating properly. We know what's good for us and we know what's not. And we can't just, once something happens, try to attack it aggressively. The best time is now. Mm-hmm. Before anything happens, start doing the fine-tuning and maintenance now while you have control. And you don't feel like, you know, you're going through every last-ditch effort to try to grab your health by the ass. Yeah. Because it sucks then when there's a lot of preventative measures that we can take. So although it may be hard to venture out from your normal routine, especially if you've been doing that normal routine for, what, 30 years now? Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth it. You are worth worth it. I had a hiccup. Sorry. Been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drinking. She's been, been drinking. drinking. Um, also, this is important. Don't spend time with people who do not treat you well. Say that one again. Do not spend time with people who do not treat you well. This is friends. This is uh, spouses. Yes. This is coworkers. Anybody who doesn't know how to treat you, be gone. We're not saying yes to shit that doesn't make us feel good. We're learning how to say fucking no. If you don't bring value to my life, why are we kikiing? I don't have any extra additional time, energy, or efforts to give to you. We can't break bread. It's not no fake love. Yeah. None. If that means you have to block people from your social media accounts, that means you have to log off. That means you have to cut people off, delete them from your phone book. You're not sending happy birthdays. You're not you know, engaging in faux little small talk. It's done. It's dead. I'm too old. It baby is what it girl. is. I'm so tired. <laughs> baby girl, baby boy. Like, I just cannot. Yeah. I can't. And you don't, you don't have to feel bad about that. No. You don't. No. You have to be your, um, what is that? Like your own filter yeah. for your life. You're the only thing that's stopping things or, or cre- letting things come in and out. So if you can't be your own filter and create a filter for what's good for you and what's not. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about the dating. Like I'm thinking about our past episodes on dating and some of the baby girls that have slid into our inbox. Ultimately, dating is supposed to be a fun time. A time for you to like, you know, go out with people, have a good time, figure yeah. out what you want and what you don't want want. If niggas are dragging you in the dating stage, that's self-inflicted. Yeah. Cut off and go. Nobody is <laughs> nobody has to be there. The Deborah Cox. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Like, you know, for real, for real. Why are you allowing yourself to be dragged through the mud with these situationships when you know you want more? Come on, you owe it to yourself. You do. You and now is the time to stand in your power. That was a word today. It was related to the Lord, but I'm reversing it. Walk in power. Yeah. You got to walk in power. You just flipped the switch. Flip, flip. flip. All right. Yeah, it yeah, was walk flipped. in power. Um, so there's too many people out here. Yeah. Next, you want to be good to the people you care about. Ooh. This is really important. This is a gem. This is a big one for me. So you need to show up with and for your friends. Make sure that your friends know and that you know that your friend, you know, just make sure it's understood that your presence matters and you matter. They matter. Their presence being there for you. It, it, it's interchangeable, beloved. <laughs> a bitch needs you here. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Once you get to an age where you're not really developing too many lifelong friendships. Right. You know, you're kind of thugging with the people you thugging with. And if you if a nice person or a good girl comes along, um, you know, as you're older, then that's a great addition. But for the most part, 
We riding with who we rocking got. Rocking with the core group. We're rocking. You feel me? And I I try to make every every effort to make sure that my friends understand that I see them, I hear them, what they say matters to me, and that I am available to you. Mm-hmm. To whatever the capacity or the extent that I'm able to be available. And I will always go above and beyond to make sure that I'm available for you. But... Sometimes you don't get that in in return, you know, and it's easy as you get into your 30s um, and we are wives and we basically put on all these other hats. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in your 20s, you're mainly just a friend, friend, daughter, you know, student. Right. But <laughs> in those team. ages, when you're 20s, your friends, your friendships are damn near more important than your family. is to you you're like no but my best friend but my best friend it's all of that once you turn 30 um you know we start building a different life we become wives we become mothers we become business women and it's extremely important and pivotal that we remember that we still have to be those good friends for sure you know and that we still have to show up for the people who matter to us and to make sure that those relationships don't fizzle out because you don't get them back all the time you don't and our friendships are that we build throughout these years are an extension of family. They're essentially the family that we pick. Yeah. And when you think about it, as we get older, um, unfortunately, our family members start to pass away. And it's like your friends are the people who are supposed to be there for you. Yeah. They're supposed to nurture you when, like, say, our parents. God, just the thought takes I know. me the fuck out. Just cue friends. <gasps> My friends. But, I mean, parents, grandparents, friends. it's inevitable. Yeah. Um. And who do you look to? You look to your friends. Yes, you have your spouse, but we're multidimensional people. We you are. preach that. And you just need more. And it's nothing like the support of a girlfriend or a, a boyfriend if you're a fella listening. A hey, fellas. <laughs> hey, fellas. Why is it that? <laughs> um, we... <laughs> We Why need our friends, so us wrong? yes, um, definitely make sure you're putting forth that effort. Come on, all the time, um, no matter what life throws at us, you just have to foster these relationships forever and ever. As soon as you fall off, the friendships can fall off, and that's not a good thing. It's just not. Put your best foot forward. Step on. Um, next, remember again that you cannot have. Everything. So like we said before in your 20s, how you can't accomplish every goal. When you're in your 30s, tap in, sis. You cannot have everything. You need to focus on what you're good at. If you're good at podcasting, let's just bring it full circle. If you're good at podcasting, focus on that. I'm not good at um, the photo, serving the looks in the photos. This is hella shallow and surface, but I'm just saying. That's not my strong suit. So I can't give you everything. I can only give you what I can give you. I'm focusing on the few things that I can do very well. And I'm sticking with that. And it takes years to even figure out what you do very well. So when you finally tap into that, let's just put all our efforts there. Yeah, put all those eggs in a basket. We can't We can't do it all. I you know. So focus on your primary strengths and maximize those. Do those to the best of your ability instead of trying to do everything everywhere. You can only do so much. But when you know you can do some shit good... Then just do that. And that's all you got to do. Instead of the half ass. I don't like a half ass. I need a full fat ass. <laughs> full fat ass. I'm not taking a half ass. Also, you got to don't. Yeah. Don't be afraid of taking risks. Right. You can still change. So there's these expectations of like being adult that can sometimes deter us from starting over and making some major risk and mm-hmm. creating some change. You don't have to do that, sis. You can be 30 and starting over. If you if you didn't finish school or if you want a new career, if you have the the breath in your body and good sense in your brain, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. If you want to start a business, you're not too old to do that. If you want to start a YouTube channel, you're not too old to do that. You know. If you want to go back to school, you're not too old to do that. Whatever it is. Do if you want to leave the nigga you with and start over, you're not do too it. old to do that. You're not. Because even Stella got her groove back. She did. And you are Stella. You can't be Stella if you want to be. Like, age ain't nothing but a number. Going down. <laughs> anyway. Um. Also, remember that you must continue to grow and develop yourself. We're not at a standstill here. We're constantly evolving. We are. And the 30s is just touching. Touching. The, the thin tip, tip of, of the, the iceberg. iceberg. We not. We just show 30s is the new 20s. That's what they're saying. That's what Jay-Z said. 30s the new 20, nigga. I'm so hot still. 
I'm so hot, comma, I feel like my flame just got turned on, quite frankly. Like the little gas out. The shit just lit up. In my 20s, it was going. And then when you turn 30, it goes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still hot. Um, I'm still constantly growing. I'm still developing. I know that there's things of my sh- of, about myself that can use some fine-tuning and refinement. Yes. And I'm open to it. I'm open. Be open. And you should be, too. Open. We just get it started, nigga. Don't panic. Hey, don't panic. <laughs> don't, don't panic. panic. We just get it started, nigga. Don't panic. Hey, okay, so nobody still knows what they're doing. Yeah. Get fucking used to it, right? You just don't know. You don't. We don't. And and another thing, be okay with life turning out differently than you expected it to. That's just it. Be okay with life's twists and turns, the shifts, the changes. (laughs) Baby girl, (laughs) you got to learn to be flexible. You do. That's it. We don't know what we're doing. You might have thought you knew, but you have no idea. Thought you had the recipe. Thought you did, but you don't. Um, invest in your family. It's worth it. Now, this is something that I'm holding near and dear to my heart. Pull it near. Because my family is not in super close proximity to me. My family is in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, so, you know, I've made it a goal for myself to go home more and visit. I have a little niece that lives in Seattle along with my brother and my little nephew. He lives in the Bay. And I just need to foster, like, you can only do so much over the phone. Yeah. They need to know that I'm present they need to know that i'm there for them and also like our parents get older our grandparents are getting older we need to spend as much time possible with them while they're here because they're not going to be here forever and family is really everything you only get one family so the family that you can deal with we're not saying you have to force relationships here if they're toxic if you just can't handle them at all by all means nip them nip them in the butt it ain't nothing to cut the family off if you have to but for those of us that still have healthy relationships with our family, don't take for granted the time that you have with them because we only have one family and we're going to regret it once they're grown, once they're gone. Gone on the glory. So, and last... you also wait before that. Okay. In this time, you also need to figure out in your 30s if you want to start a family of your own. Okay. We're not saying that you have to rush into it, but I mean, reality. If you want to have a family, make sure you're with a nigga or woman (laughs) that you want to procreate with and um, figure it out. Like, you know, we can only procreate for so long, so it doesn't have to be at the beginning, but you know, if there's a cutoff, um, figure out, have these conversations, make sure you guys are on the same page when it comes to creating and maintaining a family so that you can um, move appropriately. You know Good advice. Saying? Good advice, beloved. Um, lastly, this is extremely important. If you don't take anything away from any of this shit that we said about the 30s, take this one away. Be kind to yourself and respect yourself. Yes. Treat yourself better, beloved. Mm-hmm. You might have went through some shit in your 20s, but you don't have to go through that same shit now. You don't. And you should be more self-aware. So give yourself some grace. Give yourself some mercy. Do the things that you love. Invest in self-care and taking care of yourself. Because just like she said about family, you only get one family. You only get one goddamn self. Yes. Okay? The self is the only one we have to live with. And you should be at peace with yourself. For sure. You know? And you know what? If there's something that you don't like. Take back everything the devil stole. You can change it. If it's a job. If it's a hairdo. If it's a look. Change change it. it. Make modifications. And that's a great transition. We're going to be talking about style. Now, you know. Oh, okay. We preach. um, We talk about being a put together bitch. It's important. It's important. And when you go into your 30s, I feel like your style evolves. It does. Um, we're letting go of the fast fashion. We're picking up staple pieces. We're making sure that we're more polished because, I mean, we're we're an adult adult. Yeah, we're women on the go. Yes. <laughs> so in your 30s, you start to invest in basics, quality basics. So things that are classic that can last you potentially for a last uh, for a lifetime. So we're talking about leather, real leather here. Yeah. Um, nice denim things that just aren't that you throw in the wash, the wa- one wash and get rid of the wear, one wear and wash and done. Yeah, where's where's getting go? Come on, the wash and toss, the wash and toss. 
We're getting rid of that. Yeah. Um, we're also making sure that things fit properly. Yeah. So sometimes you may need to find a tailor. I've said this multiple times. I'm a petite mommy. And once I feel like a small's not fitting, <laughs> once I feel like I'm having issues with the small being baggy in areas, I'm like, okay, do I need a tailor or do I need to shop at places that do the X small? What do I need? I'm just more mindful. You know, I'm like, okay, I need this to fit a little better. I need yeah. this to be the, the nip and tuck. Can't do the one, si- one size fits all. One small fits all. The baggy. All. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I need this baby to fit. Yes. To hug what I have. Get it So, tight. um, make sure you're finding things that fit you properly. Yeah. Next, we're looking out for some essential items. So, in your 30s, even if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s and you're curating a style, yeah. it's nice to have a real leather jacket or, hey, the faux leather. If you're vegan life, you know, you're being mindful of the environment, a nice leather coat. Yes. Something that you can flip in the winter. You can style up, dress that up, dress down. That can last you for a few winters because, you know, we have the one one winter <laughs> and then it's like that's busted Winter's i had i remember i had a little leather coat formation and once the shit started peeling i'm like okay okay <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. the fuck no so i now have a better i wish i would have held on to my real leather jacket that i had girl my mom always I dressed was me say like it i was from CC. <laughs> It was her style. It, we got it from guests. It was mine, but I was already dressing mature. Like <laughs> when I went to homecoming in like 10th or 11th grade, bitch, I wore slacks, Done. boots. My, my mom just had to get out of my closet, mother. <laughs> but I wish I would have held on to that leather jacket, but it doesn't matter. Make sure we're getting a classic blazer, right? Yes. A classic blazer, something you can dress up and down as I well. I feel like my eye for fashion at 30, now 30. <laughs> Um, two months into 30. Yeah, two months into 30. I feel like it's really starting to be way more refined. Like, I have a certain eye. The things that catch my eye, they're all in line. Um, oh, with the classy, put like, when I say put together, I mean put together. Yeah. Now, we're not saying you just have to go cop out on name brands, spend a check. No. But it's just a refined, a polished. The polished is the perfect a word. A polished look. Yes. You know? Um. And I appreciate that. Uh, when you were gone, I found a little vintage store. We're going to go together. Yeah. But when I went into that store, I'm like, you know, I felt like I was in heaven because there was a lot of quality vintage pieces that could last me. And I was like, you know what? This is what a bitch that's 30 does. This is what she She integrates. This is what she does. I just, felt so, I just felt so 30. I felt 30 as fuck. I'm glad you did. I'm I had a good did. time in there. I made friends with the owner, um, the owner's mother. The owner um, is expecting. <laughs> but it was a good time in that store. I will be back. I'm just fine. I'm just having a little bit more fun. And I'm being more intentional about the threads as well. She's intentional. Next, we're getting some nice trousers. Did Some tailored trousers. Some nice um, you know, pants that you don't, you don't have to, all because you're wearing dress pants. You know, we love to say dress pants. I got my one pair of dress pants for my interview. You don't have to wear your dress pants only to the interview. Sis. Right. You can put them on with a little heel and a, a top. T, a t-shirt. Yeah. I love that look like a, a um, trouser pant with a T with a small baby heel and an open toe. You can wear it with some tennis shoes, some Stan Smiths. Okay. Yeah. We're going to flip I, I, it. I'm picking you, up you what you're putting, putting down. down. Thank you. And you know, when, um, um, I went to Cluster, that's our sorority conference, and I was looking for an outfit because I'm gonna, if I'm going to be honest with you all, I'm not a business casual mommy. Yeah. My um, work environment is pretty casual, and I don't have a lot of business casual pieces because my life just hasn't called for it, but I'm working on it. Yeah. I had to go out and buy an item for the, for the Cluster because yeah. I didn't have shit. But as <laughs> I was out looking, I'm like, you know what? This is a damn shame. I should have, like, you know, a trouser, yeah. a blazer, a top. Why am I starting from scratch? And when I was trying on the, the trousers. The homemade cake. The homemade cake. Or the slacks because it was last minute. Um, they weren't fitting. And I'm like, this is why. Because I should have like a piece tailored for my small body. Yeah. Um, that I can just put on and know it's going to be cute. Girl, I have put on these little pants. Don't tell. Don't. don't. It looked like I shit it on my <laughs> I had sent the picture to Kayla. I was like, the fit on the pants. 
I had to just hop into a dress because I'm like, what I won't do at 30 years old is pull up like this. I refuse. So I'm like, you know, we're going to we're going to table the pant until I have a little bit more time. Come back and then come back. So I put on a dress and the dress worked. But I said all that to say I need pieces in my arsenal. (laughs) Especially if I'm going to be a woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha and show up to these conferences. I have, I have to come correct. And that, my dear, was very incorrect. <laughs> Foul on the play. Flag, whatever y'all say. Flag. It was a flag. A flag on the play. It was a flag on the play. But you know what? I was aware. You were. And that's because in my 20s, I would have come like, you know, I'm in the dress code. <laughs> but uh-uh. I didn't pull up like that. Next, we're adding a classic black pump. Yes. To our arsenal. I need that too. Love a classic black pump with a jean. With a boyfriend jean. Boyfriend jean and a vintage tee. Or a mom jean. Or a mom jean or a tee. Love. So we're adding a nice classic black pump. Something sexy. Something that's giving you oomph. Yeah. Look for something that's complimentary to your foot. We're basically going shopping. That's what we're doing. I was also talking about how I'm going to start investing in nicer bags. So I was thinking like, you know, um... For Christmas or birthdays, letting everybody know, you know, I'm making a plan of go to buy a bag. Yes. You can contribute to this by giving me a gift card, like a gift card or the coin, and I can stash it away so that I can start investing in these classic pieces. Love. Help me. Help put me. together big. Yeah. For just $1 a day. You can help someone you be can, put together. That's it. That's so, the campaign. That's our campaign. And by um, supporting this podcast, you too. <laughs> Can help us. Campaign, 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 campaign. Yes. What was that? All right. So now pick up your pen. We're, we're dropping, dropping a gym. gym. So a few weeks ago, we were talking about the natural deodorant and not wearing it and the then switching to and Schmitz and so on and so forth. Um, and I talked about the Schmitz lime or whatever the fuck it was. The bergamot. natural. No, it wasn't the bergamot and lime. It was the natural. It wasn't lime. Oh, the sensitive one. The sensitive one without baking soda. So from that conversation, uh, a girl girlfriend in our homegirl hangout, the Facebook group, she dropped a gem and said, oh, you know, you guys should try Lone Body, which is black-owned deodorant, natural deodorant. So I went along with her suggestion because you too feed us. Yes. So I was like, let me try it's it. It's an exchange. There's an exchange here. So I tried the Lone deodorant, and I'm pretty pleased. The Lone deodorant. So this is um, Germany's a guinea pig. She goes out and tries. And yeah, brings it back. And so, I'm I'm gonna be trying next. But a gym, any gym that's Germany is a gym of mine. It's yours. So it's really good because it's formulated without hard wax, and it basically. I had a busy weekend, girls. Yeah. I was moving around, moving and shaking, flipping the bag and fumbling and yeah. tumbling it, <laughs> and no must there was no ripeness so you can just do the one day application and we're good to go um it has basically minerals that neutralizes odor on contact and it basically creates an environment that odor causing bacteria cannot thrive in so it's non-sticky comfortable for your underarm hair if you're the kind of girl who doesn't like to shave um it doesn't have any aluminum any parabens any artificial fragrances no baking soda which is super important and it's cruelty free um it, I got the bold, the bold, uh, sweet lavender scent. It's really great. It doesn't necessarily um, keep you from being like wet. It it helps, but it's not like you're not completely it's not dry. The dry, dry. Yeah, um, but it's nice to know that there's no gunk and shit in my armpits. It smells pretty good. You did a smell test today. I did. And it wasn't ripe. It was not. It wasn't ripe. And I'll have to tell you, I took the Schmitz to the Inno. And I already told you it was hot as fuck. I had to have that Schmitz in my purse yeah. doing the application. Keeping that in the arsenal. And uh, Brett was like, are you putting deodorant <laughs> over must? And I'm like, nigga, get out of my fucking business. I was just taking preventative measures. Um, but the Lone Body is great. So thanks to our girl in the homegirl hangout, you can get Lone, um, Lone Deodorant at LoneDeodorant.com. It's $8.96. It gets to you really quickly. They send you a little coupon. And they also sent me a, a chapstick. Oh, how's the chapstick? Fire. Really? I put it on at night. I woke up. My lips were soft. I'm a fan of Ready um, to be kissed. Applying at night. It was perfect. So Lone Deodorant, we'll put that in the show notes. It go down. And hopefully you um check it out. Yeah. A couple of the girlies um in our DM said that they were doing the 
the armpit detox. So Do it, girls. If you've completed your detox and you want to try deodorant, this one might work for you. Yes, yes, yes. And this lip, the lip balm is like three ninety five, but it worked good, and they should send you a free one. Okay. So now it's time for our girlfriend gizag. So our girlfriend gag is where you girlfriends send us your questions, your comments, your concerns, anything, um, and we will gag about it here on the show, of course, if it's appropriate and if you allow us. So you can send your um, all of that, your questions, your comments, or concerns to contact at theblackgirlbravado.com or you can go to our website, www.theblackgirlbravado.com and just submit it through our contact page. Yes. So this week we had a girlfriend slide in our DMs and she said, hey, homegirls. She did not say that. She said, hey, Brittany and Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I was wondering if you could consider doing an episode on how to keep your feminine energy strong when dealing with a partner who has dom- who has a dominant male personality. I've been dealing with someone that I really like and we click. However, sometimes I feel he does not see my side of things because I'm a female, which sometimes makes me lose confidence. This has been an issue in the past, I've noticed, so I would like some insight on how to handle that and keep my confidence in female aura strong in those situations. I hope this was clear enough. Thank you guys for being so real. Blessing. All right, boo. Love you. We love you, too. That's first. Yes. Um, We've done a lot of episodes on female power and balancing your female energies and the whole shebang, and we're always kind of talking about this. So instead of doing a whole long episode, another episode, we want to chat about it here. Um, Girl, power of the P-U-S-S-Y. Yeah. You got the pussy. Ooh, that sounds dirty. You got dirty. the pussy power. Don't Girls, know. who run the world? Girls. Girls. Like, I get it. He might be like an alpha male, and he has a strong alpha... Um, male energy but but you know what you ain't about to swing a, your dick over and me it's a partnership it is it's a partnership and everyone's feelings is are valid yeah so just as much as he has a alpha male personality you have a female personality that's equally important in this relationship and, it, and you it can be an alpha to, female you can and it takes two to tango it ain't no no relationship without you so, if you're encountering a man who thinks that he could just swing his alpha male over you, you got to let him know. Check it at the door. Yeah. You know, let him know, you know, this is making me feel some kind of way. I'm not comfortable with it. I don't feel like um, an equal in this relationship because, you know what, we're all about feminine power. We're feminists. Yes. Um, and then tell him, look at how Beyonce and Jay-Z are. Yeah. Jay-Z has very nice, strong, masculine energy. And Beyonce also has nice, strong, feminine energy. But the what what the core there, the core at the the core of their relationship seems to be respect for one another. Yes. There seems to be love for one another. And that's what you need to drive home. Hey, I respect you. I need you to equally respect me. Yes. That's the only way I will thrive in this relationship. And I also feel like you're kind of making me feel a little bad. Yeah. And that's not fair. And we want you to be confident confidence yeah if if uh, your relationship is making you lose confidence that's not okay we're not telling you to break up with him but we're not telling you to break up with him at all um, do some reevaluation like you're, you like this guy and you wanted to work or else you wouldn't have even been writing in to us but you do have the right to have a con- an honest conversation with him and hopefully he's receptive a good partner will be receptive and wouldn't want you to feel like you're losing confidence because of their actions and they will be willing to make some adjustments and you can always have a chat with him when you guys are having a, a good time. Yeah. You know, like, babe, you know, I really enjoy being around you and I feel like we have a really strong connection. But I find it sometimes that if you do this or if you do that, it makes me feel this way. Like I can't express myself in this way. And going forward, if we could try doing this, I would appreciate it. I feel like that would make me continue to be secure in this relationship and confident and be able to bring my best felt for my best self forth for not only myself but our relationship because if you start to become insecure or lose confidence it's not only going to affect you but it's going to affect your relationship yeah and the interaction you have with him so if he wants you to keep putting that thing on him <clears throat> then uh, uh adjustments need to be made mamita they do Play this part of the episode for him. Hey, boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, ultimately you deserve. You deserve to feel confident. You deserve to feel powerful. And you deserve to be happy in any relationship that you're engaged with. So just know that. And remember who the fuck you are. Always. Always. Girl. Make them rise up. 
girl. <laughs> you don't know your words. Hey. Tell them you're my girl. Girl. So you're our girl. We want you to be happy. We want you to be confident. We um, want you to thrive. Yeah. Thriving is key. So we hope that helped. Um, mm-hmm. But also listen back to our past episodes about. Um, I think it was episode 38. And episode 68. 38. 38 and 68 with Aisha. Oh, yeah. Or 67. The strong power. No, that was like 65. Okay. 65 was reclaiming 65, your time. Reclaiming the soft your time, power. soft power. Um, just operating in power, moving in power. Just like we said in the beginning of the episode, we're moving in power. We're moving in power. In everything that we do. Um. So, yeah, this was a good conversation. We hope it was helpful for you. Yeah. Um. We're looking forward to journeying through our 30s and learning so many new things about ourselves and also like fully coming into ourselves and preparing ourselves to tackle 40. And if you have any tips for us, send them. Send them. Send yes. them because we're new here. I don't know. I just got here. It's only my third, third day, day here. Right. Only so, my third month. Like Uzi. Second month, whatever. Yeah. Um. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.